0: Love me cause I'm poppin'. This a layup, this a rebound, then it's me Tastin' with the fade, not the air, my hands rockin'. When I link with ballpoint, you know it's not, not, not. up a check, I might do it again, enemies close, have me thinking they're friends, ten toes down, I'll be free until the end, crib outside the city, I don't feel safe in my ass. took so many years, I've just swaying for the wins, I'm in debt to no one, but the one who took my sins, I do it for real, there's no reason to pretend, if I do it once, I'll I do it again. So,
1: today, we're here with another entrepreneur, um, she does hair. Some other things uh, we'll discuss today on the show um, So I'm going to let her introduce herself And this is Miss uh, Shanice Bridges So go ahead and uh, let everybody know who you are And uh, what you do
0: Alright everybody, I'm Shanice Bridges I am a locktician, I specialize in lock transformations So that includes uh, lock reattachments locks lock reconstruction and Instalox. so check me out we i'm sure i'm gonna drop the link soon <laughs> in okay. this conversation but okay. we gonna roll with it
1: okay 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 so let's start with the first question is um what is the uh, locks realignment what is that
0: Lock reattachment or is reattachment.
1: Like, I'm sorry, I said realignment yeah,
0: <laughs> Okay, it's it's kind of new language out here for people, you know, how they change names on old styles every decade. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, what this is essentially is a new manual way to achieve an instant mature lock look. Okay, so that way you skip past the two three year mark and you mm-hmm. have those full all the way like um the lock. look of course you still have to go through the same process it's extensions it's not natural hair so it's just a matter of maintenance from there and that's that's really where my heart lies is in the journey part i really get to know my clients and i make them look and feel good
1: okay so is it only locks you do or do you do several different types of hair i mean what all do you do
0: Uh, I have a very extensive uh, background in braiding. So I've been braiding since the age of 10. Um, I've gotten it, my first time cutting hair was at the age of seven. I've been barbering since I was 18, in the shop since I was 16. And I just got into locks as of two years ago. It was after a self-experiment on myself to Just see how I would like to look. And I maintained them just to see how easy it was. And was it the right decision for me? And because of my lifestyle, you know, I got children and I had a husband at the time. And I was at home as well. So I didn't really have much me time. So I wanted something that was practical and I didn't want to be ugly. I didn't want to feel ugly about myself when I woke up and look in the mirror. I wanted to always feel like I'm my most natural, beautiful self. And... I've been finding more people that think that way.
1: So is that what got you into it?
0: That's definitely what got me into it. Just the way I felt and to see more and more people getting their hair to dreadlock nowadays. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I got to get my hands on them now.
1: <laughs> so how would you get started uh, in the business that you're in? Meaning like uh, what did it take to become where, where, where you're at at the moment?
0: Um, I kind of took the covert route. Um, I went with just what I knew and started out with braids and I did that until I didn't want to do braids anymore. And I figured before I quit one job, I'll get into another job, just like how I would out there on a nine to five. So I learned me a new skill. When I changed my hairstyle, I don't usually let nobody touch my hair. So I figured a way to make sure my stuff always looked on point. And I ain't lose a thread. I ain't lose no hair. I haven't had any thinning. If anything, my hair is a little bit thicker than the actual stitches that I have on my hair. So I'm like, ooh, I gotta come up with a plan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I figured it out, made my money, and it's just I've been able to make it a full-time gig for myself. Okay.
1: So... um, tell me about some of your experiences that you've been doing since you know starting this. Like, just tell me some of your experiences, like some of the what it took to get up there. Um, maybe some ups and downs, some complications that you run into in this type of business, or that you ran into and dealt with. Let's see. Let's share.
0: Uh, I myself have struggled with communication. Uh, Sometimes we think the expert knows exactly what they need to teach and they don't always be on point with how to deliver the information. So you find yourself a lot learning on your own and getting frustrated and having to fight battles of, oh my gosh, I just feel so overwhelmed and I don't know what this is. I don't even know if they know what they're talking about. I'm not getting enough people that trust me enough to put you know, to get in the chair to let me even try. So how do I get out there? And what what it really was, was that I was just a little too scared to get out there. And I had to, you know, be so fed up that I finally started introducing myself to people, letting people know when they give me a compliment out there in the street, let them know I do my own hair and I can also make you look like me. And it, it turned out to be easier than I thought because the more and the more I did it, it became my, my second language. When I say hello, I'm already, how you doing today? What's going on? Getting to know them. And by, before you know it, they come to see me.
1: Okay, so what does one need to even get started in a business? like
0: that? Well, one, you need to have self-discipline. If you can get up and go to the job. You could get up and go work for yourself. Um, the accountability factor is vital. That's the heartbeat of the whole being in this profession. You gotta have a drive. You gotta have a hustle. You gotta be on. You know, stay in tune with what the trend is. Don't be scared to hop on everybody' post and say what you gotta say. It's a job to have a job. That's a fact. You got. You gotta have a um, schedule. You know, make designate times where I tripped up the most was not designating times for office activities and um, when I need to do inventory, when I need to just come up with a list of posts that I need to do for the week, you know, all that stuff. I'm, I was doing stuff on the fly for so long that it felt like I was on a hamster wheel. I wasn't really going nowhere, but I was going fast. And it that was just the most... <laughs>
1: frustrated feeling <laughs> but why do you, why do you feel like you did that why i mean you seem to like now you know that these things um were taking place so what have you done about it to to uh to fix that
0: well again i have reached that fed up point like i've been doing this so long and i should be able to buy a whole house off this income like as many heads as it is in this city I should be able to go ahead and knock every last one of them, and I'm gonna figure out a way to do it if I, even if I gotta do it myself, so I started with the worst case scenario if I have to do it myself right mm-hmm. and I researched this company that was going to help me uh with my marketing and definitely um uh, help me on a personal level game, you know come up with a game plan for my personal business and what I do, what kind of clientele I'm targeting. Um, I'm like laser focused on who I want in my chair because now it's personal. It's like it's it's more than just business. I see the business for what it is now, and now I can maneuver as a businesswoman, but the seriousness, the the degree of care and interest and investment into it is on a whole nother level. So I'm just glad that I went out there and I invested in myself. Yes, I pray I pray, I paid pretty, pretty pennies for my education because not everybody is giving away secrets. Uh, and there's a lot of competition out there. If you're the only one on your block that can do it, hey, I ain't finna make it five people on my block that's gonna do it.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's a fact. So, speaking of competitions, you've done any competitions? You ever been to a competition? Anything of that sort?
0: Um, Actually, I did a competition back when I was in high school. I was um, in a co-op program with my high school And I was able to graduate with my cosmetology license back in 2010. Um, During those two years that I was in, they had a um, trade competition. And pretty much everyone that wanted to sign up from their own division of the vocational portion of school, they could sign up and compete. And they gave us different assignments, different projects to do. Um, I, of course, at the time, obviously took braids as my competitive choice and went into it, just giving my ma- giving my all. And ultimately I was, that was the one thing in class that I could do without having to do all the boring stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the stuff that don't apply to black people here. <laughs> and so I was like, if I can get out of doing that for a week, I'm going to definitely sign up and I'm going to do my best. I'm going to make it worth a while. And I capped out. I uh, got first place years in the braid category and creative category. It was like a fantasy style, um, you know, braid style. Like if I was, you know, at a uh, hair show, but it's for on the mannequins. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was my last competition. But I do in the future plan to. Uh, kind of situate one for the juniors in my area i want to reach back and get the girls uh you know a platform for them to showcase their work if i mean i can only braid and lock and all this stuff for so long before my limbs get out <laughs> No, that's
1: a, fact. that's a fact so we're gonna go ahead and jump into a sponsor right here
0: hello how you doing this is brown from brown's bounce around where we make it happen one event at a time we are located in the fort lee virginia area and the Tri-Cities area. You can Google us, Browns Bounce Around, or you can follow us on Facebook, Browns Bounce Around. Thank you. We're looking forward to hearing from you. All
1: right, so we're back. Um, We learned a lot about you so far. Um, We learned what you do, um, why you do it, and some of the competitions that you've done. Um, So I guess the next thing we want to jump into is what do you what okay, let's rephrase it. What would you like to get out of it? What do you see yourself in the future um going doing these uh blocks and uh different hairstyles? Like what do you expect to get out of it and, and where do you feel like you're going next? And mm. talking
0: about short term or long term? Cause I don't want to get long-winded going down a rabbit hole, right? <laughs> so no,
1: so I I we want to hear both. I mean, that's what we're here for. We like to hear both. We got plenty of time. We like to hear your short and long term because um that that really matters. And how do you expect to even reach those goals? We like to hear it.
0: Um, uh, short term, I plan on being able to buy my children a house us have our own stable place to live and us be self-sufficient on a single income with multiple strings attached to it. Uh, That's my ultimate goal. I've always wanted to just achieve it and ultimately feel like an adult. For the first time, I've been teetering, having all these skills and all these things that I could do and make money, but was just so timid because everybody still was helping me, still making sure I had a cushion to fall on. So with that, when they finally take their hands off of off the wheel, who going to drive? <laughs> so I had to hurry up and get on my side of the car and, you know, start making my money and really taking myself serious, knowing that I have the capacity, the ability to give and the talent to achieve that goal, any goal that I put my mind to. So that's short term to finally get over that hump and get out of my own way. That
1: is, um, that's a pretty good. Hump right there because sometimes, yeah, we get relaxed on a person's shoulder. We get relaxed on yeah another individual. To
0: watch the individual. Yeah,
1: you know, when you have when uh, see people fail to realize is when you have a lot of help around you, sometimes a person just get relaxed. They they like okay, places. I know, but that's how most individuals feel. I'm a little different. Most individuals are big family individuals, which and there's no issue with that, but they know with the family always around they always can, you know, push off certain responsibilities on family members or use the family members to help babysit or for other reasons. I don't want to just stick to one, but I, I know I've, I've never had that luxury um, mm-hmm. to just say, hey, my mom lives down the street. Oh, I'll be able to go do X, Y, and Z. I could drop them off to get babysitted over there or over there. I've always had to pay. So right. I can only imagine, um, like how would, how it. Feels for an individual that's used to being on this uh, crutch to to you know get off the crutch, um, but go ahead and tell us about the long term.
0: So the long term, I'm glad you brought that up. But my long term goal is to finally master entrepreneurship, like it, totally embody it, because entrepreneurship entrepreneurship is the mastery of self. You know, self. Um, I just heard it last night. It just slipped my tongue, too. Oh, my God. Uh, self-development. The mastery of self-development. Like you, you have went through everything that you have purposefully kept in your own way out of discomfort. And when you finally get comfortable, like you said in previous conversations that we had, once you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, what you speak is what you get on that point forward if you say you're gonna get that house you're gonna have that house because it ain't nothing to it but to do it yes it ain't you ain't nothing to it but to pick up the phone ask a question you got facebook y'all can talk about dirty behind the door stuff but you can't ask a simple question and just hope a random person answers you already know your family ain't gonna support you as much as a stranger would they spend their money just frivolously They don't know you. They don't attach no kind of personal quarrels with you to your price point. Nothing. None of that. But with your family, they're always looking at, well, well, if I go ahead and invest, what's she going to do for me? Or is they going to really appreciate it? Or, you know, just negativity. It always has some risk of having a negative aspect to it. But with a stranger, it's either yay or nay. It's a 50-50. Yeah, you're right. I
1: mean, like you said, people always feel like they're, they're, I don't want to use the word hands out, but it's hands out. Um, it's hard to convince a person to help invest in something until they see that you got something rolling for yourself. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, they want a guarantee that, hey, if I put my money here, i get my money out. But there's never a real guarantee where, where we can give you a percentage where we feel like it's comfortable, but is there a real guarantee? So, like you say, it's hard to get an individual to want to invest in you because they want a big chunk out of it. They're expecting like an instant return. A lot of people is in need of their money. I mean, that's just reality. And a lot of people, you know, they have the protection plan on their money and, you know, it's hard for certain families to be able to take losses. So they, they can't take those chances. So they feel like, Hey, what do you have? What do I, what am I getting? When are you going to get it to me by things like that? So I, I, I could agree. I, I, I know i I stay away from those type of uh, situations because I know that that's the thought frame without them verbally saying it sometimes.
0: Correct. And it's just natural because you are always going to be protective and cautious with your resources. You don't ever want to deplete your resources on anyone before you have spent some of it on yourself. (laughs) I'm learning that day in and day out the more I just, give freely not totally taking into account that whatever i do literally affects my children so if i say yes to extra services on top of just a normal retwist and i didn't charge you and you don't tip not to make it about money but just the appreciation aspect that was like an extra two hours away from my children and you don't know that we still sleep in the same bed <laughs> Not to get TMI, but that's my personal time with yeah, my no. kids. I, yeah, don't, you're right. I don't see them all day now that I've coordinated my co-parenting situation. I literally don't see my kids like that anymore. And it's only been my first day, like my first week with it. Oh, okay. I see yeah. it already happening that I'm going to be spending a whole lot of hours away from my children embarking on this journey of entrepreneurship, but it's worth it. Because my children also get to see me, actually working, actually transforming people's heads and making them feel good, and seeing the reaction and how I impact other people, they just want to be there. They just want to help. Yeah. So I let them every now and then. They part of my entourage. They my brand ambassadors. They my (laughs) they my brand partners. They everything. My test my test babies. All that.
1: So, so, let's uh yeah. let's slide off of that some, and let's jump into a little bit about yourself, so individuals can learn a little bit about you. So, what do you do for fun, and what are some of your interests that are out there? That if you I'm had to, if, if you you know had free time to to do, what you know what would it be?
0: If I had free time, I'm interested in getting into roller skating. Holy I want to be on Skate Life TV. Oh
1: Lord, oh, is that?
0: <laughs> they look so sexy on them skates, and oh, I'm oh, man, I movies, like, the, I like the go go aspect of roller skating.
1: Yeah, them, hey, the movies are. They're...
0: It's so free looking, and they do all these different kind of stunts. So I'm like, yes, I'm still agile. Let me learn it now before I get still.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's that movie with Ti? Was that ATL, they they made yeah, the um, game thing, the hot thing at that moment, right? Uh win it was ATL, wasn't it?
0: That's how old the uh movie is. I know Bow Wow did Roll Bounce.
1: Yeah. So that's what yeah. I said. So that, that's a pretty good goal. So you know how to roller skate, right?
0: I know how but I'm not skilled yet so I'm finna get ch- I'm finna get the training.
1: You got to bust it behind a couple times before yeah, uh, be, it counts be for be anything.
0: To it, and I'm be giving me a couple of braces or some wraps or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's cool though. So what else um would you uh what you do with your uh free time?
0: Uh, or
1: any places that you like to visit vacation wise any vacations you have in mind
0: i'm gonna just be real man i'm solely out here doing what i do day in and day out this is how i eat so i ain't had no no vacation time uh but as far as what i love to do i like to go sit in the park by the lake and just be in the sun until i can't stand it no more <laughs> So you, so you, intake, you know just park it or if i don't feel like leaving the house i will follow the sun around the house i will park me a chair around the house until i just made up my mind what i'm finna do tomorrow
1: okay uh any places you like to travel to
0: um i love going back home to my my dad's house in hinesville that's where i grew up um uh, it's so it's so quiet out there and it ain't much out there. They just now getting gentrified out there. <laughs> but uh I love to sit out there, we chill, everybody moves slow, everybody talks slow, ain't Maybe no rush to do slow. nothing. <laughs> you, know, you know, ain't no rush to do nothing. Country life. Exactly. I love it. I love it.
1: <laughs> oh man. So um do you follow anybody social media wise or watch anybody social media wise that influence some of the stuff that you do, craft that you do?
0: Uh yes, definitely. I have uh followed Miss November Love 3 on Instagram. She is the queen of kitty styles. I pull from her I pull inspiration from her work almost every time I do a kitty style now. Like just the just the technique or how she's holding her hands. I watch so many videos in and out. I'll just be like, okay, I get it. I'm getting it. It's coming together. (laughs) (laughs) And my babies look beautiful. Every time they get they have braided, all my kids. I finally got my first compliment from my little eight-year-old client. He -hmm. usually give me a hard time, but uh, he was just like, thank you for making me look like that boy on TikTok. I'm like, what, what boy on TikTok? (laughs) But I was like, okay, I'm making a splash. He on TikTok did. And I might need to go ahead and use my babies. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Nah, so that's not, a
0: good they, thing. They shine on and go ahead You know, if mama say so, I'm going to put it out there. They're going to make me look good.
1: So how, what what are some of the ways that you use to advertise some of the stuff that you do? And where can people find your stuff?
0: Um. Uh, I mainly use Facebook. You can find me at facebook.com backslash Shanice B Nick N I C H. That's my personal page. That's where most of my work is. And you'll be able to go straight to my business page or my booking site so you can see my portfolio as well. So very active there. Um, Instagram is at L O V E. Capital G I F T S X as in buy S H A N I C E dot com on Instagram. Um, and those really my only two um platforms that I really use, not really um advertising many other places, maybe Marketplace or um Style C every now and then, but. That's only if
1: emergencies come up. Like if I got to change locations for a couple months. Okay. All right, so we're going to jump into another sponsor right here. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Bass Easy, and I'm here with Shooting the Splits Podcast, the number one podcast for bringing you everything you need to know about up-and-coming entrepreneurs. If you want to hear more from Shooting the Splits Podcast, make sure you check them out on Vaja Media, on all social media platforms. And if you want to hear more about myself, Bassin' Ain't Easy, make sure you go check me out on YouTube at Bassin' Ain't Easy. And I will catch y'all on the water. All right, so we're back. So with some of the hair things, do you travel uh, and do individuals' hairs? Um, is there any styles out there that you want to learn that you don't know how to do? Um, maybe you can do that on a travel, something like that. Is there anything like that?
0: I'm open to traveling in the near future. But currently, I'm in a rebuilding stage. So focus is required. Um but until I master how to get these butts in my seat on a consistent basis to achieve my goal in my two-year plan, <laughs> then I'll be taking off the travel and, you know, really being that concierge stylist. Coming with all the whirs and whistles, you just sit back, a I I pull up, part. you just come back to the, to the mobile.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, um... Is there any specific products you like to use any any favorites out there of things that you use to to do most of your uh, hair
0: now this one i wasn't necessarily a huge fan with the brand at first but when i finally got a hold of this product i was like yes yeah, finally something that i like uh i use style factor the loctician edition mm-hmm. that is, that- is- it's a um a lock gel.
1: Okay. It
0: has the edge control consistency, but it doesn't leave a white residue. And what you don't have what
1: what is this edge control? Please explain to some of the people edge that don't
0: know what is, it is. Edge control is like gel. If you grew up around uh like girls that you was real you was real close to, you probably overheard in conversation like jam or um So it's like giving them a fresh edge up. Yeah, it's like
1: okay. giving
0: a fresh edge up. Okay. Um, it's very tedious. It's one by one, and you definitely have to smooth out the roots. So some people could go as long as four to five months without even touching their hair. I
1: was gonna say. So if I don't use edge control, am I good or what?
0: Uh, it's it's always good not to use anything because you want to always be nat- as natural as possible. But some people here don't cooperate. <laughs> and you have to really speak to the hair and whisper to it a little bit and do something that it may agree with, and also what the client agrees with. I know I'm talking, I'm get, I'm personifying the hair, but you know, um, it really is a relationship. You gotta love what I do because it takes hours and hours. <laughs>
1: okay, okay,
0: okay. Blood, sweat, and tears. The needles that I use, the the types of cones, the clips, all that. Your hands could cramp the amount of hours on your feet without no break. We just, people don't realize that we don't uh get no break every two hours at Walmart. <laughs> you know, like at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Like, these clients sit down and expect to get done, get in, get done, and you don't waste no time. So, with all of that, you know, I have to find products that get me through it faster. I ain't gotta waste no time trying to water it down or... Mm. You know, wipe it off or nothing like that. I'm wasting product, none of that. Gotta find the stuff that works. So that was the one product that worked. Um, I also use ISO Plus uh, Molding Cream. That's awesome too for the really can't you, don't you kind of hair. The real nappy hair. For mm-hmm. mm-hmm. for those that are uh, technical with the language, you use a cream and it'll soften the hair. Um, okay, okay. Just a little tidbit in there. Um, and then some folks, I don't even have to use anything on them because we use a different method.
1: Okay. So, is there any individuals out there that you would ever want to work with or hear with or visit?
0: At this, moment, at this moment, there's one. Her name is Jessica Luttrell. Um, She's a braider. I just want to see a braid, because <laughs> if you can do if you can do a head of box braids, four heads, four heads of box braids, and one day for all my ladies that know how long it takes, it can usually take up to six to eight hours for somebody that think they fast they're doing it, but somebody who really fast they're doing it could probably get it done in four to five. Man. That's a very significant time difference for someone that's trying to meet a quota of three to four heads a day. Huh? Especially if that's the only thing people buying out here as well. So if you're gonna be the best, you gotta just be it. Gotta do it. But I wanna go ahead and sit behind her one day and just watch, do a little look and see. And um I already attempted to kind of sit in on a master lactation that I admired, but that kind of backfired. So yeah, I went ahead and just that. Um well, went out there with high expectations and it wasn't what I thought. And when I went to voice my observation, I was greeted with hostility.
1: <laughs> so and how, and how it usually is you criticize somebody, they're gonna give you what you asked
0: for. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I thought I was helping you out. I keep it to myself. And I said, well, I'm on my way back to my studio, my salon, you know, where I got all the bells and whistles. So Mm -hmm.
1: I'm going to drop a hard one on you. So give me. (laughs) I said, I'm going to drop a hard one on you. So give me. Three celebrity hairstyles that you remember from a movie or a point of time and describe it. That you like. That are some of your favorites. So for me, um, it was it, it was always that uh, Jada Pickett hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Um, she wore like in uh, I don't know if anybody's seen Jason lyric. Uh, she I think she wore it, yeah the same way and um, set it off. You know that would be one for me. Whoopi Goldberg's hair was always the cool thing for me. And then uh, this might be funny as hell, but Chris Tucker in the Fifth Element, man, yeah. those wild hairstyles, man, those are pretty cool hairstyles to me.
0: Hmm. Um, one of my favorites was always Lauren Hill. I like how full her hair was and, you know, just free and she still looked super beautiful. And not to mention, a lot of people have said that I resemble her in more ways than one. So I count that as a very, very big compliment and I do not take it for granted I love Lauren Hill. Um, that's one. Number two would be Letticy. She's a a jazz R&B singer. Letticy has always rocked the strongest, the strongest lock styles. Like when I say something out of a magazine, like Creative Soul, it's a photography studio that was based out of I want to say Atlanta, Georgia, and they um, got their viral reputation. From doing fantasy style hairstyles for black children. And they dressed them up like kings and queens. <laughs> so I love I love when people wear styles like that. It just reminds me of it. And uh, I forget the young lady's name. But I also like the little girl in that Christmas movie with Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> she was so cute with her hair. I loved it, and she had the little gears and ribbons in it. That was one of my favorite ones as of recently. I like free, expressive, you know, kind of style stuff that people won't wear every day, but you would wear it every day. You know, I feel like I would do that every day if I really had the perfect life.
1: <laughs> Is there any events or anything like that coming up that maybe you are uh, interested in or maybe Bron- attend? <laughs>
0: The Bronner Brothers uh, hair show is coming up in August. We already put down on the Airbnb to go. It's a, it's going to be in New Orleans this year. Okay. So. What is that? To go. It's a big black hair show. <laughs> With all the pioneers of black hair products. Bronner Brothers, Iso Plus, uh Motions. Uh, dark and lovely you know regular homegrown thing name remembered just stamped under the cabinet in the mama's basket (laughs) Uh those the products you grew up seeing these the people that's been around since the day earth was created
1: yeah so
0: i'm exaggerating because i'm a little sleepy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <All right. laughs> well it's gonna so, get real yeah. silly we have gonna keep talking so we can't talk no more
1: so um i guess it's the time where you get to drop some knowledge so is there anything you'd like to uh share with the crowd that maybe that they don't know that they can learn from you right now
0: uh yes uh, it has been repetitive. I hope you've heard it and picked it up. But accountability hmm. is the key. Um, when you get that itch, like, dang, I should be doing something right now. Do it. Don't sit there and just be like, right, I could wait. Because if it can wait, it'll wait. And how long you gonna let it wait? Let it wait. Can't, let, can't blame nobody. Can't put nobody in the way and say, oh, it's their fault. You gonna always come out looking stupid. Because who had the keys to the car? You did. (laughs) So instead of embarrassing yourself down the long way, just go ahead and do your work now. Go through all your mistakes now. Fail forward. Don't fight so hard to succeed, but fight to fail so you can succeed through your lessons. I'm learning that now. Don't be so scared. Get out there and do it. That's my lesson. A lot of people don't it's understand simple as that because I can't tell nobody how to do them. But I can tell you I can tell you about yourself because we all wake up and open our eyes and do what? Go to the bathroom, just like everybody else.
1: Yeah. And like I said, a lot of a lot of individuals don't understand that. Sometimes you gotta fail um in order to learn something and then you'll do it two times better the, the, the second time. But um I guess we're coming to the end. We're coming to the closing. So, as I do with most and every of my, all of my guests, is there anything you'd like to ask me? Since I've done a whole bunch of questions about this.
0: Um, well, I guess, shoot, since you were on the floor, Spotlight, Um. Uh, what specifically made you choose me to, you know, be a part of your podcast?
1: So, just like I choose every other individual, uniqueness, right? I like a unique individual that has a story to share within the entrepreneurship world and some of the struggles and some of the great sides of what they do. And also individuals get to know you personable. So if they did want to come check you out to support your upcoming anything that you have going on, um, they'll know a little bit about you before they take that opportunity or chance to be like, all right, let's see what she's worth or what she can do or you know, an opportunity. So, in order to do that, you have to reach out to individuals in every field and uh, have that conversation. Let the world know who they are. Let them know a little bit about them. Give them uh, a piece or a chunk of an individual and why they're trying to do what they're doing and where they're trying to go with it. And maybe they can show some assistance, or maybe they can help give you some knowledge, same mm-hmm. way you're passing out knowledge me i i like to reach out to all individuals especially if i know that you're doing good i know that you still got a steady feet sometimes uh you want to share your story and uh i think it's good to share your story right so that would be uh my biggest reason uh for uh, definitely having you on the podcast hey that's a huge compliment
0: blessings blessings for you <laughs> I did want to correct myself from earlier by my Instagram. It's uh, capital L O V E, capital G I F T S X S X, like extra small backwards. S <laughs> H A N I C E. Love yes by Shanice on Instagram. I'm sure y'all on that. So follow,
1: follow, follow appreciate you coming on the show today and we'll do this again all right thank you for having me until next time
0: see you